Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. Authorities in two states are preparing for a once-in-a-century event, the shutdown of the border between Victoria and New South Wales. It'll come into effect from midnight tonight. No one from Victoria will be allowed to cross into New South Wales. All eyes are on border towns like Albury and Wodonga, where the shutdown will have a major impact on residents. For more, let's go to Tegan Dolling at Wodonga in Victoria. Tegan, good morning to you. Residents are deeply concerned about this hard border closure and how long it'll last. They are, Anne, and as you can see at the moment, there's no police down here on the border. That's despite a ban already being in place for those people from Greater Melbourne, and that will be extended at midnight tonight to all Victorians. There is a lot of confusion and a lot of frustration from people who live in Albury-Wodonga. Despite being on different sides of the border, it really is just one big city to them. People live in Albury, but they work in Wodonga. They have children who go to childcare in Wodonga, so they have a lot of questions that unfortunately aren't being answered at the moment. As you said, from midnight tonight, police will have the powers to be able to uh, stop everybody at the border and force them to do a U-turn and go home. That's obviously unless they have one of these special permits that they can get from Service New South Wales. But just before we went to air, we went on the website to have a look. Unfortunately, there's still nowhere that you can apply for one of these permits, which is causing a lot of frustration for people who live on one side of the border. But tomorrow, need to go to work on the other. There's no, obviously, clarity on the, how the border's going to work. Um, so, like, really, it's a matter of finding out now uh, how it's all going to pan out. This is something entirely different. This is going to affect the travel of my staff because I have staff and clients on living and working on both sides of the border. And this is going to be a mammoth effort to shut down. As you said, it hasn't been shut, the New South Wales and Victorian border, for 100 years. That was for the Spanish flu. And we have 13 hours to see how it's all going to roll out from midnight. Tegan Dolling with the very latest. Thank you, Tegan. A huge law enforcement operation involving the military is underway to guard the border and make sure no one crosses illegally. For more, Peter Fegan is at Albury in New South Wales. Peter, a strong contingent of police is on its way. 
Well, and in addition to those 500 Defence Force personnel, there'll be hundreds of New South Wales police officers deployed from all over the state, including Sydney. Just yesterday, the New South Wales Police Commissioner, Mick Fuller, was very honest with his assessment of just how big of an operation this will be, and he certainly said it's not going to be easy, but he's assured the state that no resource will be spared. There'll be drones in the sky, there'll be boats on the Murray River, he'll use dirt bikes, and he's also, uh, he's also got an assistant commissioner to run the operation. They'll all start arriving here today. As Tegan just touched on, this is a border town, so people live here in Albury and they work in Wodonga, vice versa, and they travel back and forth a number of times throughout the day. So you can imagine how difficult it's going to be for people, residents and business owners especially. That's why the New South Wales government has put these permits in place. Now, I have some very important information, Ant, on those permits. If you do live in Victoria, you can access them via the uh, Service New South Wales website. Now, at this, at this stage, they're not ready to go. The government is working on that today. Both the New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian and the Premier of uh, Victoria, Daniel Andrews, have said the next 72 hours is going to be extremely frustrating, but they are pleading with people to be patient. And of course, Anne, they have to make sure they have the correct permits because if they don't, they face fines of up to $11,000. Anne? Thanks very much, Peter. The final XVT train service has arrived in Sydney from Melbourne ahead of tonight's midnight border lockdown. Dozens of passengers were checked for fever and coronavirus when they got to Central Station this morning. Some had to be escorted for testing by police. XVT services will continue to run from Sydney to Albury on the New South Wales side. New South Wales COVID case numbers remain steady. There were seven new infections overnight. That doesn't include two probable cases identified in the border town of Albury, which are yet to be confirmed. Of the seven, six people are in hotel quarantine. The seventh confirmed case left quarantine, but has since tested positive. He's now in isolation. Residents trapped in a Melbourne housing estate are growing increasingly desperate as the hard lockdown enters a fourth day. Paul Darsley is there for us in Flemington. Paul, good morning. There are still too many active cases inside those towers. And it is 53 that we know of so far, but that is set to increase when we find out shortly a new figure. Uh, that's thanks to a lot of testing done yesterday and still happening today. These people in blue behind me are police and healthcare workers in scrubs and masks ready to go in floor by floor and continue the testing today. There is alarming speculation in Melbourne that today's overall figure for Victoria that's released from tests done across the state yesterday will eclipse yesterday's 127. You might recall that was the worst that we have seen in this pandemic. The state government will make that clearer shortly and hopefully also provide some clarity for the 3,000 residents in these nine high-rise public housing towers. They are locked down in their apartments for five days. It's home detention. They are set to get out to Thursday afternoon. But most residents I've spoken to expect that to be uh, extended to possibly even two weeks. The big issue had been food. Slowly low proper food supplies are getting in, in part thanks not just to the state government, but an enormous effort by charities and members of the public who have been dropping food uh, to charities. But the big issue also is mental health for these people who simply cannot get out to get fresh air. And now nearby, in a nearby council, the city of Yarra, there is a push by some to have all the residents in there, 12 high-rise 
high-rise public housing towers tested uh, in Richmond, Collingwood and Fitzroy because there's uh, fears of a similar outbreak there. That will also become clearer at that state government press conference this afternoon. And there is speculation of some new postcodes in Melbourne being added to the 12 that are already in stage 3 lockdown because, Anne, in Victoria our numbers really are and have been for days heading in the wrong direction. Paul Darcy with the very latest there in Melbourne. Thank you very much, Paul. A social media influencer has been fined and returned to quarantine after she made a brazen escape from a Sydney hotel. Samantha Brett has more on the dramatic chain of events. And well, this is quite a daring escape attempt by 39-year-old Sarah Liberty. She is known as a social media influencer and we understand that she returned from Paris just a few days before that escape attempt. Security guards say that she tried to get out through the fire exit. She claims she was just trying to get out to have a cigarette. A scuffle ensued. She managed to get away and New South Wales police say it was another 45 minutes before they were able to find her in Circular Quay. She was slapped with a $1,000 fine and taken back to another quarantine hotel in Sydney. Police will also allege that there was some damage that was done to her hotel room. If this is the case, then she is facing some very serious charges. Anne? Thanks, Sam. There are calls to raise the rate of GST in order to help Australia's economy recover from the coronavirus pandemic. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is live in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. Take us through the details. Morning, Anne. Well, as states and territories grapple with ways to kickstart their economy through the recession, a new report has called for the rate of GST to be raised to 12.5%. Analysis from independent firm PricewaterhouseCoopers argues by hiking the GST and extending it to areas that are currently exempt, such as fresh food, education and health, would boost revenue by $40 billion a year. They believe that this would be enough to help the states cover the shortfall sparked by axing taxes like stamp duty in order to help boost the economy once restrictions are eased. There are, however, concerns that a hike would unfairly target low-income households who would lose about 11% of their gross income to GST, while high-income households would only lose 4.8%. But for any changes to be made, all states would have to agree, with some raising serious concerns about any proposed tax increase during our work recession in 90 years. Anne? Taylor Aitken reporting. Thank you, Taylor. Supermarket chains have lifted product limits brought on by a renewed surge of panic buying in the wake of Victoria's outbreak of COVID-19. Woolworths is removing all limits aside from a cap on the amount of toilet paper customers can buy, while Coles is lifting all buying restrictions. Both companies will monitor demand and Woolworths says it'll bring limits back if it has to. Police are hunting arsonists responsible for a blaze that destroyed a barber shop in the city suburb of Burwood overnight. Witnesses saw a car reverse through the shop windows and a man run inside and set fire to the business early this morning. Firefighters couldn't save the barber shop but managed to stop the flames from spreading to neighbouring businesses. Petrol prices have soared back to pre-pandemic levels with Queensland drivers left the most out of pocket. Brisbane drivers are reportedly paying more for petrol, $1.40 compared to $1.37 on average a litre in other cities. Experts say prices should start to drop in the coming weeks. So if you can, hold off filling up for now. 
The former girlfriend of convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein has been moved to a holding cell ahead of her first court appearance. Ghislaine Maxwell is accused of grooming underage girls for the disgraced financier and even abusing them herself. Paul Kadak has more. Good morning, Anne. A year to the day after Jeffrey Epstein was arrested on sex trafficking charges, his longtime associate and former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, has been taken to a New York City jail cell, facing charges of helping Epstein recruit and sexually abuse girls as young as 14 years old in the mid-1990s. The FBI swooped on a luxury home in New Hampshire to arrest the 58-year-old last week. Maxwell has previously denied allegations against her. She's also a longtime friend of Prince Prince Andrew, who still faces questions about his involvement with Epstein, with calls again today for the Prince to speak with authorities. If I were Prince Andrew, I would want to speak to the prosecutors before Ms. Maxwell speaks to the prosecutors. And the, t the clock is ticking. She could decide to speak to them at any time. Does he need a gold-plated invitation delivered by footmen? who bow or curtsy to him in order to sit there with prosecutors. A friend of Ghislaine Maxwell was asked if she was likely to reveal what she knows. Will she Im implicate Prince Andrew? I would say hell would have to freeze over. But she is facing uh, 35 years in jail, so maybe hell has frozen over. Maxwell is set to face court in New York on Saturday, Australian time. And. Thanks, Paul. China's flooding emergency is worsening as torrential rains swamp the country south. Raging floodwaters were so strong they swept away a bridge still under construction. Hundreds of people have been rescued, but others haven't been so lucky. The death toll stands at 121. The flood alert level has been raised, including for Wuhan, the original epicentre of the coronavirus pandemic. A British MP has called out the Duke and Duchess of Sussex over a controversial speech made during a video call. Prince Harry encouraged people to acknowledge the uncomfortable history of the Commonwealth. Sarah Greenelch reports. Harry and Meghan are, of course, no longer senior working members of the royal family. They now live in LA. They've tried to create that distance, but they remain the president and the vice president of the Queen's Commonwealth Trust. And it was in those roles that they took part in this Zoom phone call with young leaders to talk about racism. They discussed historic injustice, unconscious bias, in light of the Black Lives Matter movement, with Meghan describing the change that's going on uh, as being very painful for many people. She compared it to being like growing pains, while Harry said we need to acknowledge and right the wrongs of the past, even if that is uncomfortable. Finally, everybody who knows and recognises the wrong in this for, for years and years, decades, hundreds of years gone by, that this is the moment when people are starting to be listened to. So a bit of a swipe at the British Empire. One British MP has labelled Harry's comments as disappointing, saying they go against royal protocol, which is to stay apolitical. And royal commentators believe that it could anger the Queen, Harry's grandmother, who is, of course, the head of the Commonwealth. These comments have also created a bit of a stir on social media, with many people asking if the couple really did care about instigating change and about the Commonwealth, then why did they quit?
One of the world's most revered film composers, Ennio Morricone, has died. The Italian musician orchestrated scores for everything from spaghetti westerns to romance, horror and even science fiction. He's responsible for some of pop culture's most iconic sounds. The acclaimed composer would often tour highlights of his symphonic scores. He died in hospital following complications from a recent fall. Ennio Morricone was 91. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.